My Music Podcast, a podcast where we sit down with Michigan musicians and those alike, and we pick their brains on an exuberant amount of topics. I am one of your hosts, KJ. I'm your other host, Scott. All right, and, and today with us, we got somebody on here who can sing. Mm-hmm. You realize I said sing, not sing, because she can sing. It's proper. All right, we got the one and only Lauren Kelly to the show. Welcome, Lauren Kelly. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much. That was quite an introduction. You think so? <laughs> We're very happy. To have I you feel here. very flattered right now. Oh my no, goodness! No, you could you could sing like <laughs> I said. Raising the level of singing in this group by like a hundred. Yeah, a hundred, probably over I mean, that. If I'm not the way bottom, yeah, that's like a. Uh, <laughs> Lauren, so welcome to the podcast. So obviously, uh, we we chatted a little bit before the show. I I know you. I've seen Funko Jesse one time a long ass time ago, but I always keep up with you guys. Uh, I see Brandino too. He plays in the band, right? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So Brandino is always sharing stuff with the band too. So I, I feel like I see stuff with you guys, but I haven't had an opportunity to like really talk to you. So I'm excited for you to be here. I am so excited too. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah. So so tell us a little bit about about the projects. All right. So yeah, I'm. I think I'm probably mostly known as uh, lead singer of Uncle Jesse. Well, we started about eight years ago, and then I cut out for a couple of years. I was in L.A., um, but while I was there, I was, like, really wanting to go out on my own and do something that was personal for me and, you know, doing cover songs for so many years. I'm like, I actually can write songs, too. I've been doing <laughs> yeah. it, like, my whole life, and I need to release something. Like, I have this really big fear that I would die and, like, have never released a song. <laughs> So that was kind Me of, like, yeah, like, <laughs> I think that's how most people, like most musicians feel like, what if I die? And like, I never yeah. got that out. So, um, spoiler alert, I still haven't really gotten anything out yet. <laughs> except for like one song. Although uh, there, there's a demo track, right? That we were there's talking a about. demo I, track. I heard it it's and it was great. Yeah. It's it out is, there somewhere. Oh, I, <laughs> I love that song. Like I wrote it. I think 11 years ago, I was just like oh, wow. listening to Janet Jackson and just loving it. And I was like sitting in the dark, like on an FL studio, just like, I want to make something like this. And I just wrote it like that night and then just kind of took it. And over the years, I keep trying to perfect it. It's just so special to me that mm-hmm. I want it to be it's perfect. It's like the first one right. that you're going to show like as you. Yeah, it was like this. Debut. Yeah. That was the first song that was like, this is it. Like, this is the kind of stuff that I want to make. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just so special to me that I just, I keep changing it. I have so many versions of it. Like what you've heard is. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, one of the versions ago. of it, and I even had like someone, some producer in like New York work on it, and wow. I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" But this is like a little more than I was really hoping for. <laughs> like, if we could take it down a little. Like, the overproduced. It was like, song. oh, it was great, but I'm like, this would be good like remix, right, but like yeah. this isn't quite the vibe I'm looking for. It's yeah, it's just too special. Yeah, who is it? Can you just describe it a little bit more? It sounds like it's sort of pop centric. Is it, it is more like, like synth dance or like kind of pop rock? Oh, or? it's super like R&B, sexy. Okay. Like, That's why I love it. When you said Janet Jackson, I was like, oh yeah. When yeah. I remember hearing that, that was kind of like the vibe that I was going with. Okay. Yeah. It's very like um, that one Janet Jackson song, like Anytime, Anyplace, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. 
it is super that song um mm. and a little bit of like mariah carey okay daydream album oh now See, you sold me yeah. on that i was gonna right say away. you speak in my language yeah. like so this is this is always the hard part about being a musician right like um like we play funk rock music right but obviously the things we're into are all over the place i feel like i'm always talking to scott about like oh i'm gonna do this solo project and scott's always like what what is it and i'm like i don't know it's not kj and the good time family yeah. and i'll tell you that much you know because like i love the janet jackson and the mariah carries you know i saw something else that you had posted too of like uh doing like celine dion uh who i really got into because uh do you know who david foster is yes I do. yeah yeah he writes like all those tunes so i got mm -hmm. super big into mm -hmm. like the whitney houston and all of that and dove in and so anyways i say all that to say like as a musician you know a lot of times people think oh you that's have, all you like yeah that's all, all you, you like do. because that's yeah. what you make and it's like no i got this whole yeah. other thing over here let me show you you know right yeah that's that's like such a big thing for me because like yeah, Celine Dion is my number one. Like, yeah. when I first heard "It's All Coming Back to Me Now" when I was a kid, it was like, "This is it. This is, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. Like, I'm gonna sing songs like this." everything to me it's still my favorite album i actually was working this year on covering that entire album and oh, wow. i only released one because again like i got i get so busy with the band like mm -hmm. we we're just constantly playing shows and i kind of had to put it on the back burner like everything else um but i have like a ton of recordings of it but like i love that but then like i love gwen stefani and right. like oh, i yeah. my whole performance style is Gwen Stefani. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Celine Dion, but I'm Gwen Stefani, like totally <laughs> different people. But then like, I love like Janet Jackson, Mariah Carey, I mean, those are kind of the same, but yeah. it's like all over the place. But then I love doing like Guns N' Roses on stage. Like, yeah. I love doing everything. Do you envision, like, when you're doing your solo uh, work as, like, it's not you really, it's, like, a character? Or Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah. I... People are, like, surprised by me because I'm, like, very, very quiet most of the time. I'm just very chill, introverted. On stage, it's, like, I'm someone different. I'm a character. I'm people like people who see me live do not believe I'm an introvert. And I think mm -hmm, they yeah. like are kind of caught off guard that I, I think I seem like I'm not friendly, but I'm just like very shy. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like you have to. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm the face. Like, I feel like Scott, people feel that way about you. And not that you're necessarily introverted, but it's just kind of oh, like no, when you're I done playing. Am. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like when you're done playing, you're like, I don't want to do don't the talk small talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like that's on stage. That's like the the like small hour that I get to be slight, you know, slightly different person. Exactly. You know, yeah. where I, you know let the inner self out or whatever. Exactly. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about this later. So just just hang on to these okay. thoughts. Is all I'm saying. I want to go quickly back to something you you piqued my interest on this solo project. Is it a, a collaborative thing? Who's uh, are you writing all the music? Are you composing, playing? Um, is it or is it just a I'm curious. I mean, so far, it's pretty much just been me. And I kind of, um, it, it took me a really long time to figure out exactly what I want to do because I don't really play an instrument. And like, I know a ton of you mus musicians, but it's 
it, it's hard for me to explain like what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really know how to approach writing songs for myself, but like one of my favorite albums ever is Back to Basics, Christina Aguilera. Mm. This album is, if you don't know, it's like all samples. You take samples of like old songs and then they just got a DJ on there just making a beat to it. And I was like, well, shit, I can do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, it makes yeah. it accessible. Yeah. I like, like that. Yeah, like I'm like, I don't play an instrument, but like I can find samples of things that I like that speak to me. And I just, I literally just like threw it in uh, a session and I just would sit and listen to it over and over and like come up with melodies and it just like all kind of came together. Dope. That's cool. I like that. I, I like that 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 can be a thing in the contemporary world of music is like you can find an outlet for your sort of whatever you want to do creatively without finding any roadblocks of like, I need to have this, but I need to have that. I, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's the cool thing with music nowadays is so accessible for yeah. like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> hey, I got a table, I got a beer can and I'm making a beat or something. Yeah. I got a microphone. Sample I'm a sample it. I'm a pitch, it, it, pitch it down. Yeah. yeah. Like you could just make one sound turn into anything. You right. Want it to be In your really. little like one bedroom apartment yeah. without yeah. any. Yeah. I think that's yeah. cool. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about kind of going aside, we come back to the solo project in a second, but it sounds like your first musical outlet was with the cover band, right? I would say it is. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, it goes way back. Like, um, my husband now, like we met in high school and we put together a cover band. So we were doing covers back when we were like 17. Like I was doing bar shows at 18. And how long do you think you and your husband have been playing together at this point? 17 years. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That that (laughs) is, that's how we started. (laughs) That is a a musical connection. Yeah. I was about to say sidebar. Like I always see like the husband wife couple when they do music, like, I, I love my wife to death actually like I would want to spend time but I still couldn't imagine making music with her like I don't know yeah it's it's like it's really special and it's like yeah. hard because we both have our own things that we want to do like he has all like his music projects and I have mine and sometimes it's hard if like we have to take care of our household right. too mm-hmm. and like our yeah. marriage <laughs> but <laughs> right. like also we have we both have we these things together. that we want to do but yeah and we've just always worked together really well like we just have chemistry I don't even know like I it was always just a dream of mine to meet people like like-minded people who loved music like I did. And I just never really did. Like I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up cause I just didn't have that mm-hmm, connection. Right. And then we met and it was like, okay, this is that person. Finally, like right. we both love this and we want the same thing. That's cool. That's sweet. Know, it just works. Well, but. And so like the first thought was like, let's, I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my head around. I like the idea of like, Hey, let's go play songs that like, people are going to connect to because they have a history with them. Like, was that the first inclination of like, we're going to put a cover band together? No. Or was it like, <laughs> like, 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 cause I think some people take the path of like, I want to write original music regardless of anybody knows it or wants yeah. to listen to it. We're going to do it, you know, damn it. But I like the idea of like, also like, Hey, we're going to start a cover band and just like get people immediately into because of uh, familiarity. Yeah. I'm going to say we were terrible at that idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, let's play songs that people know and can sing long to. We're like, no, someone's going to know this obscure song that we picked that we like, and they're going to love it. And then they're going to think we're the best. Like (laughs) we had really poor judgment at first. And like, 
I don't know. I think he would just come up with songs and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll learn that. <laughs> Never this is fun. It was just amazing to me. Like, oh, he plays guitar. Yeah. He can play the music and I can sing. This is great. I don't care what song we it's do. Like deep cuts of, of bands. It, yeah, right. for real. Cool. Like we didn't know what we were doing. And then like people would be like, Oh, I want to hear Margaritaville. Like, oh, okay. Are we supposed to learn that? Like, I guess we should learn these these songs. That added like a whole new level of questions that I didn't uh, think about. Uh, no, like, I was literally going. If you're there. a cover band, you have to deal with that person. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean, it took us a few years to realize like that's like the loud minority that <laughs> <True>. wants this. <laughs> but there's like the silent majority who wants to hear like not Jimmy Buffett. Over and what over like again. you brought, what you practice, what you have. Like, yeah. I mean. You have what you love. I'm sure right. you guys have to experience that. Like, you have what you love, you want to play, and people are like, I don't love this. You play covers. Play me what I want to hear, you know? Yeah. It's like, we're not a jukebox. Yeah. You can't, oh, yeah. People, yeah be, and people think that you are. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. sing this song to you. You'll know it, and you'll know the chords and how to play it. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really work. That yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not it real. goes, you, yeah. you got it, right? You know that yeah, one song like, from the know. 80s. It's like, I could do a poor version of that song, or I could do a really awesome version of these other songs we have. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what do you want? Uh, I guess yeah, it depends how inebriated yeah. they are. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's a whole nother can of worms that we could go into. Yeah. But yeah, it, I think it just took a lot of trial and error. Like, I mean, Funkle Jesse started out literally like we had our own, Mark and I had our own act and we wanted to find a drummer and we met up with this guy in Hudsonville and um, he was not a drummer, but he wanted to be. So we're like, okay, yeah, cool. We'll, pl- we'll do this. And they had a band and they had to like, cancel a couple shows because their bandmate was like going through surgery but they're mm. like hey what if we like put a cover band together and we can do these gigs and we're like all right whatever so it was literally like what songs do we know what do we all know that we can put together just really really fast in a month right and do and like we did a couple shows and it just kind of like took off and like a shock like we didn't know what was happening but we were excited and it was just kind of trial and error like what songs do we want to play like we'll just add whatever song we want to do. And then over time we kind of realized like there's kind of this like sweet spot of songs that we want to do that we're interested in that people are going to know and they're going to mm-hmm. like, and yeah. they're going to celebrate. But I think we kind of just have this like niche of like, not like songs that everybody does. Not that we don't do stuff that other people do too, but you know, it's kind of, there's some that we do that are like, you don't hear very much. It's like, right songs right. that you forgot you love right is kind of do you have any like on the top of your head like that fits that we do like december 1963 and that one was like mm. I don't know. Maybe other bands do that too. They probably do. They probably do. I can't say I've seen many bands covering that. No, <laughs> it's like, I like that. Yeah, that's sweet though. It's like really fun. And it's kind of like one we do early and just kind of gets people's attention. Like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. Drawing yeah. back. And it's like, for me, it's like, oh yeah, I forgot about this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a song you forgot that you love. That happened to me when we saw Overdrive Orchestra. They were playing a, a show with us and um, they played the song Wood by Allison Chains. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I made a big mistake. 
just like <laughs> you don't see a lot of people covering 90s grunge and like that's it's one of their more popular songs but alice and chain i mean like i was like yeah was you wouldn't expect to see I, that i was not yeah. expecting yeah i was like i yeah. feel like we get that when we do <laughs> david essex rock on like yeah for the few people that do know that song they're always like whoa it is fun to do that like it's a refresher it's like oh that song is awesome and it's great to hear it you yeah know? yeah so those are fun to do but yeah it's hard to find the right one yeah lauren i feel like this is gonna be an obvious answer but i have to ask you the question of like where did the name funko jesse come from i was just gonna go there yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it came from like i think um before the band started we went and saw a funk band Mark and I, and we were just kind of coming up with like funny names because it made us laugh <laughs> and just like just puns on the word funk and then like Funkle Jesse. And then um, the band was playing like our very first gig. We had no name. We were not like we're an act. We we're just like, oh, we got to fill in this date. And we we're just kind of coming up with names. And um, I was just saying on the mic, like, yeah, we don't have a name yet. We're kind of thinking like maybe Funkle Jesse. And this guy like ran out from this <laughs> other room and he was like, that's awesome. <laughs> like all right <laughs> but you know it's it's a uh, funkle jesse it's uncle jesse from fall house yeah, so right. like we have john stamos on the kick drum that is classic people love it and yeah. i like it too it's a nice thing to look at no well it's like it's a great name John because Stamos, still yeah. still just kicking it it's crazy it's i saw him recently i'm like how are you still looking like this my guy it looks good yeah. yeah yeah anyways i was just gonna say i like the name because it is like a it's a cover of the original person's name it is funk like funk yeah but i also just like that it's like yeah like Uncle Jesse is a it's a, a reinterpretation. Yeah, 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 of yeah. a name. Yeah, I get what you're saying. we don't do funk, and <laughs> like some people are confused by that. I'm like, I don't know. You don't have any funk tunes that you play. I mean, no. we do like Kiss Prince, and it gets a little funky. Yeah, that's, like. funk. that's a funky song. <laughs> Categorical. Yeah. So, um, does Funko Jesse play more private events now at this point, or do you think oh, you guys man. just play out? We really do. We do a lot of private events now. It's like I feel bad because people want to see us. I'm like, I don't have anything. <laughs> it's like it's all wedding. Come crash this wedding. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, that that's happened. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. We just want to see the band. <laughs> yeah, like, just peek in. Real quick. I will say, as like a side note, a uh, wedding with a live band is just what it, it's. It's the best. It is. It is. Yeah. Definitely if higher. You can afford a band. it. Yeah. It's. It just brings the level up. I'm sure the energy is just nuts you yeah know? yeah i think it brings like a sort of um like you don't know what's gonna happen kind of a, a thing like it was you know if you had a dj like playing the song like they're gonna play the track you can't change that well i guess you can in the way that a dj can and but like for us it's like more spontaneous like, right we yeah. can just like bring whatever like sometimes people want us to say like this word instead of this word uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> throw their name in the yeah. song like yeah let's do it yeah <laughs> So uh, we're talking live music here. So it's funny because I had the, we got a couple of topics. We always dive into a couple of topics. This is going to be the second topic, but I feel like it needs to be the first topic now. So um, I want to ask you, why do you perform live? Like, what is it? We just, I just want to dive into it. You know, uh, we just played a show that I feel like I'm still riding high off of. And it's just like, 
I feel mm. like a lot of people who aren't musicians might not understand of like, why do you put yourself through this thing to be in front of all these people? Uh, so can you just break that down for us some and then we'll just dive in to talk about it. There's just no feeling like that rush that you get when you're on stage and people are just partying and it's just, it's just such a rush. And I, like, I don't experience that in my normal life. Like I'm pretty boring. Like I watch Columbo and Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeopardy. I, that's I, not oh, sweaty. I'm, I'm, real, I'm real into Jeopardy every day. right now. Yeah. yeah. So, I haven't really been hard into it since Alex Trebek died, but mm. yeah. man, I used to watch it every night. Yeah. I'm into it right now. And then I had a kid too. So that messed up my Jeopardy routine. Uh, I see. Yeah, such is life. <laughs> yeah, like I'm kind of boring, but then like on stage, it's like, oh, I can be like fun, like bring the party and the energy, and you know, like you said, like we do a lot of private events, we do weddings, like it's like I get to be the person that makes their day like so special. Like mm-hmm. yeah. that's it's not lost on me how special that is that they trust us with that, and it's like it's such an incredible feeling to know like I'm making this night so fun for them. Yeah, they trust us with it, but. I don't know. I, I, I mean, it, it took me a really long time to get comfortable on stage. I used to just like, stand there like deer in headlights and like try <laughs> to sing. sing. The song and, like, <laughs> like, that's all I'm doing. Like, yeah, like I didn't move. And then, but I was like doing this thing like every week I would sing and like they would film it and they put it on YouTube. And so I'd watch myself. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so boring. Like I need to get better at this. Do people still like, uh, video record weddings like they used to sometimes they i mean not like they used to like on a vhs or anything but like (laughs) like people hire i guess it just makes me think like how many times you've been immortalized oh my god in somebody's like memories when i go back that's pretty that's cool that's crazy really cool like like you said you're part of their like experience of that like really important moments in their lives it's incredible i'd also imagine i don't know if you can speak to this either of you but when I do go to a wedding, it's they're starting to kind of taper off now. But like, I kind of like getting dressed up and going out and like celebrating. I feel like you get to do that. Like, you get to get kind of dressed up I and do. like, yeah. It's. I don't want to do it for like my day job, but I like for yeah, like, like every week, once in a while, yeah. Like getting a suit on and going to a party is kind of fun. I do enjoy dressing up. The thing is, though, like I like to dress up like crazy. And, That's like, even better. I don't know, like like if you're on stage. Yeah, yeah. like if oh, we're yeah, doing yeah. like a regular bar gig, like I am like, <laughs> how crazy can I get? Yeah. I love it. Like how little clothes can I wear? <laughs> get away with it? <laughs> like, can I wear bicycle reflectors <laughs> on my shirt? Like, I just it's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I like to get creative love it that's yeah. yeah that might be like my next favorite thing other than saying it's just like coming up with fun outfits that, you know that's one thing crazy. that's one thing that i feel like is hard for me to discover you know speaking for myself personally like i feel like this year i started wearing like this little earring as like my nod to androgyny you know like it's just always like kind of i don't know what you call like feminine type style and, yeah. you know i usually wear like these glasses that i have now um, but yeah, I it feel scared. Organic, yeah, I feel like, scared to like kind of go out. Remember, we used to make. I used to make them wear like ties. Like we we're wearing ties. We tried that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, times, like, like that doesn't feel. Like, yeah, yeah, you just kind of figure it out over yeah. time, and like you got like what it's comfortable. Like I have to be comfortable first. Right, like, exactly. Right. That's number the key. one, yep. and like wearing a dress at weddings is hard for me because it's not comfortable. Mm. It's like I wear like little shorts because it's comfortable and I can like move around on stage, but I also want to look good and. But yeah, it's like hard. It's like you're like, okay, I don't want to like look like I think I'm like a big deal and I'm really cool. Right, and people exactly. are going to be like, what's this girl doing? Exactly. Like, you're just singing at a bar in Grand Rapids. You're no big <laughs> deal. Like, why are you dressed like that? And like, I kind of just had to get over it. Like, no, like I want to, I want to show up and people know I'm in the band. Like that's, yeah. 
Yeah. Mine are more like, you should dress like you're in the band and like, I don't know. I, I just take s- notes on that. No, you're right. You're right. You're, you're 100% right. I think, um, I feel like I want the opposite. No, you know, it's funny, you know, you're talking about like, like being, anybody to know. you know, you're talking about being a character and I think we all kind of agreed on this too, of like being live. You mentioned on this earlier, Scott, of like, you kind of turn into this different person, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm, I'm pretty, I mean, we're both pretty wild on stage, you know, and I'm jumping around and doing st- like, I'm just I'm very mild manner off stage. So like to come on stage and give that persona, but then also try and dress to live up to this persona, what I see in my head, it's like, I'm like, all right, I'm already doing enough <laughs> on stage, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to stand out too much. Yeah. It's like, you still have this human side of you where you're still scared or, like, yeah. fearful to, like, show this other side of you that people don't really understand. For sure. You know? It's a very vulnerable position yeah, to be in. Is. I mean, everyone is. is looking at you. Right. And, like... Yeah, I wear crazy stuff and like then I have to like go to the bathroom and, like, <laughs> it's like, and it's like oh I'm just yeah, like a well, normal person stage, with like yeah. everybody else but I have like all these layers I gotta figure out yeah. <laughs> like how do I go to the bathroom like this I don't know it's yeah it's like it kind of like takes you down like oh you're just mm-hmm. a normal person yeah. but like then you feel kind of like okay I'm like dressed way too weird <laughs> and it's, like, it's like people are gonna think that I think I'm very I'm a very big deal yeah <laughs> It's so hard. You know, I think about the the Madonnas and the Bowies and the princes, you know, like the way they dress and did things where it's just like you almost end up having to like own that shit like all the time, even though you know that's not you. I mean, Krungbin's done that. Yeah. You know, they wear those wigs everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's just who they are. But it is them. Like they're not. It is. Yeah. It's like a character, but still them. Like it still has to be. It has to come from an authentic place. Otherwise, like people will read it right away. And I think because like. Or hopefully, like it, it reads that way to people who see me. Like I just, I just love like dressing fun and mm-hmm. doing crazy stuff. Do you on think stage. it's ma- mainly? You know, I think about this too sometimes. Of like, maybe it's because we're not on like a national level. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going. The person mm-hmm. I see at Pyramid Scheme is going to see me two weeks later at the Walking, grocery store. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that's also like holds me back a little bit from For like sure. just going all out on stage, yeah. you know? Yeah. I totally get that. And like, I, I've, I definitely have those moments. Like, I mean, coming here, I'm like, am I dressed up too much? But, <laughs> but I have to be like, I have to feel like I'm like yeah. that person. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, I think if you own it, like people are going to believe you. Like, um, I always think, perception is reality yeah if you own it like, people are gonna love true. it they're gonna love it they're and like people are not as judgmental as we think that they are <laughs> that is yeah you know and i think maybe as musicians we we feel that because maybe we're like kind of judgmental with other musicians because that's <laughs> what we do uh, or at least i know i have been when i'm like not true, feeling yeah. good about myself yeah. like but i think like people want coming out like they just want to have fun like they are not there to judge you they're just no. there to like right be in the moment and if you're dressed up like they're gonna feel that moment even more yeah for sure like that the one thing i wanted to talk about too was just um i saw you post something about just like inspiring other people or like little girls or people like you you know to like do your thing and i think that is another thing that's very huge with playing live music Mm -hmm. of just like people seeing somebody like you you know yeah i that um so we were doing um the grand rapids fireworks downtown and um, there were like, I don't know, 12 or 15 young kids like right lined up just like staring up at me. <laughs> and I just had this moment like I get like chills thinking about it and I'm like, okay, I have their attention. Like they are listening to every word I say and 
everything I do. And I'm like, I really want to like inspire them. Um, I get like kind of worked up just thinking about it, but, um, I'm just looking in their faces and I'm like, I, I don't like the idea of them thinking that they have limits in life. Like they're young, they have their whole life ahead of them. And I just, I felt this like responsibility being on stage. Like they're watching me every move I make and everything I say. Um, I just, I wanted to just tell them all like, you can do anything you want to do. And I just stopped and I was like, like I had their attention and I'm like, I want you to know, like when I was your age, all I ever wanted to do was sing. I just wanted to be a singer. That's the only thing I ever wanted. And I'm doing it right now. So just know, like you can do anything you want to do. And it just, I don't know. I just, it felt like I just wanted them to know. Like, <laughs> that's there great. Are no, limits. That's great. And, no, I'll put that message out there. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's all about. You know, and I think a lot of times too, of just like being black, you know, and just like, I don't know. I've, obviously, there's tons of black guitars, but you would not believe how many times when I say like, oh, I do music and it goes, oh, you rap? And I'm like, no, like I play guitar, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean anything by that. You know, it's like, no, you didn't mean something by that, you know. Um, but I think of just like being inspired to play live. I remember, I mean, I didn't start playing guitar until I was 18 and I got turned on to Jimi Hendrix, you know, and just like, Poof. and then I saw him playing live and I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like. It's so weird. You know, me and Scott are going to do a bonus episode about our musical journeys, but I didn't listen to rock music. So like seeing that when I was 18 and believing of like this image of something that I Mm -hmm. had to be was just blown away (laughs) and like changed. You know, I'm like, I hope that I could do that when I'm on stage and people see me like, oh, shit, I thought I had impact one way. And like, I don't have to be like that. And I think that's the important thing is that you see someone like you doing something like that. Because like if I had grown up not seeing other female artists on stage singing like I grew up idolizing Celine Dion okay she had this crazy career like breaking records and and if I hadn't seen that I don't think I ever would have thought like oh I could be a singer (laughs) if you hadn't seen someone playing guitar like that like you might not think like oh I could do that and I just felt like like if kids see me like they can see like okay I can do this or whatever it is they want to do it's just so important to like see yourself and people and know that like it's possible yeah Yeah. representation is just like important it's crazy you know and a lot of people don't think that i think at the same time i like the only thing i could the one thing i could add to that is just like finding it sounds weird to say it but i've been telling to my parents like finding your happy place and i feel like whether it's on stage playing music or on, on the golf course like whatever it is like find that thing even if it doesn't make you any money at all everybody should find whatever that is yeah um because i think as we get further along in society there's so much pressure about careers and jobs and making this like you know this monetary lifestyle that we we see projected through every form of media out there so it's just like find that happy place yeah you know no, that's true. I mean, I think all of us could probably agree here that being on stage is like our yeah. happy place. Like, I've been saying I, that. Yeah, I could yeah. play a show and like if it goes well, which like last month we did, I feel like I'm still riding high off right. this thing, you know, and then we play again this weekend and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go, you know, right. but like. It's a man, fast, happy place, yeah. but it's fun. You know, it it's is, like yeah. you're in the minute. That adrenaline. feels like it flies by in 30 seconds. All right. I want to talk about something else that we probably all experienced. And we talked about this a little bit, but uh, do you still feel like you have any anxiety or fear when you go up on stage, even though you've done it probably like a trillion times at this point? I do sometimes. It's really, it's funny because like, yeah, I'm on stage all the time and 
I, I kind of go in autopilot because what we do with the, the cover band, it's, it's kind of the same show with like different variables all the time. And I'm just like, okay, I know what I'm doing. If I go karaoke, I get very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> what? And it's, it's really, I'm like, why do I get nervous about karaoke? Yeah. Like, I'm not being paid for this. I'm just here for fun. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing songs I don't do all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, if I'm karaoke, I'm like, I want to sing Christina Aguilera. I'm like, I better nail this. So you tell me Fuck With Jesse has never covered Genie in a Bottle. We oh. have. Okay. Um, like a couple of times it did not stick around I about that song unfortunately <laughs> I love that song it's good. It's good. Uh, so that's yeah that's interesting yeah I mean I think I feel the same way and I have much less experience on stage than you. I might feel it like ahead of time, but as soon as I get on to wherever we're playing, it's like you just earn the moment and it's like fight or flight. Yeah. You know, I think for me, it's always after the first song. I feel like I'm never worried. They have, when we're at the venue, we're kicking it, having fun backstage. Yeah. And then it's like, oh shit, all right, it's time to be on stage. And then I get that feeling of panic. But then once we finish the first song, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I okay. do this. Let's yeah. go. And <laughs> yeah. then I'm just like, oh, yeah, in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird experience, you know? You, just, you don't know like how the audience is going to react to you. Yeah. So, like, yeah. and you know, a lot of times doing covers, it's like you're just they're entertaining people in the bar like or the casino like they don't really care and so it's just like it's kind of scary because you're like up there and people like are they gonna care are they not gonna care and it's hard like i do better if there's like a ton of people yeah. that are like oh, excited same. like yeah. i'm excited let's do this right. but if it's just like people are like like looking at you really bored or something <laughs> yeah. you're like okay this is a little bit of pressure be a long it better night, be. right. yeah yeah exactly Man, I think that's another great thing with live is like, to me, I know this is like cliche, but it's like the most, uh, f- the the biggest experience I feel like you'll have of like connecting with another person without knowing them, right? You know, like somebody in the crowd could be like a racist or like not agree with something that I agree with. But like if they're in it and I'm in it, we're in this together, like in this yes. moment. And it's just like you feel that energy, you know, and I don't know. I mean, it could be something like that, but just that kinetic energy I that you feel that. with like a room of people. You don't experience mm-hmm. that like anywhere else where like none I of the don't. bullshit matters when you're on stage and there's people in the crowd like they just love you for what you're doing mm-hmm. and you love them for appreciating what you're doing. And you feel like so grateful in that moment. You know, I love those connections. That's like really what it's all about. Like there's always at least someone in the crowd who's just really feeling it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm singing for you tonight. Like you and it's you and me just like we're in this moment together. <laughs> we're experiencing <laughs> something here. I love that yeah. so much. Cause I, yeah, I have trouble connecting with people. Like I'm just, I'm an introvert. It's, really hard for me but like with music it's like okay this is something we have in common and like i can just really yeah connect with somebody i don't even know yeah i like it yeah it's very true it's like you connect with somebody like musically like if you're into just saying music or listen to it but something about playing that music that they like Mm -hmm. it's a different type of feeling you know Mm -hmm. yeah all right so I, i think we've we've beat that topic over the head enough uh so what makes a good cover song i feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about that with you me and scott are, are big fan of cover songs you know big i feel fans. like yeah we talk about cover songs all the time so i don't think you can be a live band without playing at least a cover song in your set I feel oh, like you got to of, yeah yeah 
Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the standard. So yeah. I feel like we got we got to pick your brain. So you don't have to think about your band, but just in, in general, just in general, cover yeah. cover song. Give us examples too. Yeah, give us some examples too. Of what you? I like. mean, I think what's really important is the intent behind it. Like if you're if you just want to like thrash around on stage, like play Chili Peppers, or like <laughs> I like doing Lizzo. <laughs> like I can just like really get into the energy of it, and like people know the song. It's important that people know the song. They got to know it. I think that that's an important thing, but like there's so many kind of different songs you can do, but it's just the intent or like we do a wedding. It's like, I want everyone to just feel love all night long. So like a lot of slow jams, do some, Oh darling, the Beatles. Mm -hmm. Nice. We do like can't help falling in love by Elvis. Mm. Like I just want everyone to go home just feeling like in love or just you know feeling that <laughs> romance yeah. all night. But it just depends on like what kind of reaction you really want. Like what kind of connection do you want to make or how do you want people to feel? Um, I think that's smart. That's not something I'd considered. Yeah, same, same. Like, intention. Yeah, that's cool. It's usually in my head. I think, like, do I like this song? Yeah, <laughs> but I like the fact that like you're thinking about the audience. Um. Yeah. I don't think about that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, like, I, I think maybe I've just been doing this for so long, but yeah. like that's all I think about. Like that's I hear great. a song on the radio, I'm like, oh, I, I bet this person would like it. Like if we yeah. did it, like people who we know come out a lot, like oh, I bet they would like this one yeah. if we did yeah. it. Um, but then like there's a whole other thing of like with like making sure everyone in the band wants to do it, and that can be like the struggle. That, <laughs> like, yeah. We've definitely getting felt everyone that on board. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Because like I could be super super jazz in the song, like I really want to do this, and then like sort of soft on it. I'm I sure think you you've just, had that experience. Yeah, I think you just got to try it. I think that should yes. be like a band rule. Like if somebody yes. goes with a cover song they want, let's try it. You'll know if it doesn't yeah. feel right between all of you. You know, I'm 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 really into that idea. Like, and honestly, like I think for every five songs you learn, like maybe two will stick. Right. right. Yeah. So yeah. That's a good. We've learned so many songs that yeah. we don't do anymore. I forget yeah. songs that we've learned. We yeah. don't. We, we did we've done the same. And, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It just you feel it on on stage. It's like yeah, hey, it's not clicking, but. If everybody puts everybody puts that effort in to try to learn it, yeah. you never know. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, are you? Uh, I'm a big fan of when cover songs uh, highly deviate from the original. So, like, I love probably one of my favorite covers of all time is uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire covering uh, the Beatles. And I'm drawing a. Why am I drawing a blank on the name right now? Uh, oh, gotta get you into my life. Gotta oh. get. And they started like, gotta get you into it's a little my snappier. life. Into yeah. My life. yeah, it's so different than the Beatles yeah. version in like. I love the Beatles version, but mm-hmm. when I hear that, I'm like, this is like a whole different song. A so I actually, yeah. yeah, I actually do love it when covers like deviate from the song. How do you feel about that? It really depends for me. Sometimes it's like, like, oh wow, like what a great. There's um, there's a Madonna song that I'm, I'm obsessed with. She covered um, it's I Want You. Bye. It's, um, I think it's Marvin Gaye. Massive Attack produced it, and I'm obsessed with this song. Like, it's just such a different take on the song. Right 
different vibe and I really love that. Mm-hmm. But then I think like sometimes it's like people will redo a song just for the sake of redoing it. Some different genre. And it's like, okay. it's not always like, good. What are yeah, you, I can't say it's always good to deviate yeah, like, from what the are you trying to say with this? Or is it just like, you, you know, this well, is easy. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I imagine as a, uh, maybe as working at a wedding gig, you can't do as much of that deviation because people will be like, they want the hits. They, yeah. Well, they want, they want to hear how they think it should go with the melody, you know, in the instrumentation, relatively speaking, you can't deviate uh, too much. It's, it's kind of interesting because like, I think just kind of organically, we deviate on every single song okay. we do. Oh, it just, yeah, of course, it yeah. kind of just becomes like our version of it. And like, I'm totally down for that. Like, I think, I don't think there should be like rules or like it shouldn't be like exactly the same. Like if like we all have to interpret a song the way right. that we interpret it. Yeah. I'm going to sing it different than the original. Like if they want to hear it like the original and get a DJ. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but no, I totally get Good at the point. same time. It's like, you know, you want it to be familiar. And like yeah. That's Isn't it like crazy how it. like musician, like I, I think I got blown away one time when I first started playing guitar and this guy played an E chord. This is a guy that I really love guitar. Right. And he played like just your standard E chord, you know, open bow. He's like, hit it. And I hit it. He was like, those don't sound the same, do they? And I was like, they don't, you know, and we're playing the same exact notes, but something about the way yeah. he's striking his chords and the way I strike it. Attitude. Just, attitude. Yeah. Same Experience. thing. We're on the same guitar, same right. amp everything you know and i think that's just like that's the amazing thing about music is like you could play something note for note sing it lick for lick and it might not sound like the original thing you know it's it's so weird it doesn't matter how many times i try to sing celine songs (laughs) (laughs) like do them exactly the same it's never gonna sound that good and it just won't happen um one of my examples is um the bluegrass band yonder mountain string band doing talking heads girlfriend is better Mm. it's it's just a cool it's very similar but just obviously the instrumentation is going to be different inherently i've got a girlfriend who's better than that and everybody's involved as we get older stop making sense you won't find her way bluegrass band it's pretty cool um especially because when you're interpreting that through that type of instrumentation it's a pop song essentially so you have to play those instruments sort of differently and like the Mm -hmm. vocal presentation is different too and so when you see that live or hear it live it 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 stands out in the set which is i think really Mm -hmm. important yeah for a cover song I think, too, and you could probably speak on this, of, like, I think the important thing with a cover song is, like, you got to get one that has, like, the lyrics that people know. You know, like, sometimes I'll hear a song, like, a cover song that might sound nothing like the original, Mm. but I'm, like, singing along with it, like, why do I know this song? And then by the time it gets to the hook, I'm like, oh, this is that Pixie song or whatever, you know? I had that with uh, this this girl, her name is uh, Takei Madiza, and she covers Where's My Mind. Oh, yeah. You You know, I'm, like, singing along with the whole song. I'm like, what the fuck is this song? And then by the time I got the hook, I was like, oh, it's the Pixie song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except a little 
fish But they told me he swears Trying to talk to me coy coy Where's my Do you ever have that or do you see people like singing along that don't understand what they're experiencing, you know? Um, no, I don't think we like deviate enough from yeah, songs yeah, to see that. that. But like, I do see people like, I'm like singing with them and like, they kind of realize like, oh, I don't actually know. Like, the rest of the song. <laughs> Let me and stop like, singing along. Yeah. <laughs> like watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. And I'm just like, like, I don't know either. Uh, yeah it's like i don't know the lyrics either i think that's the great like it's it's so interesting like um you know I, I, I'm, I'm like deviating a little bit from what makes a good cover song but just thinking about us both being in bands like we cover a lot of songs that people don't know so a lot of times i feel like i'm changing the lyrics and i'm like nobody really knows yeah. what, I'm, what i'm changing these i mean two, we're probably you know? the worst at picking cover songs we're like that's <laughs> eh, just a cool song like people probably don't know it yeah but it's people like oh i love that song that original song of yours or like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no. i mean if you're bringing the energy like yeah. we used to do this no doubt song this like really obscure no doubt song um what song it's was called it? sometimes oh yeah, I think yeah. it's on their we very first album yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. to do that like all the time and people would just like go crazy and i'm like they don't know the song no. but <laughs> i think we could just like sold it well enough but, yeah like they loved it yeah so. i think yeah a good song is a good song yeah for yeah. sure no doubt uh-huh. was that a pun there <laughs> you didn't even mean to do that something huh? i was gonna ask too um when it comes to like a cover track do you prefer it to be just part of somebody's live um show or would you like to hear it on a studio recording? I'm not oh. sure I'm following this question. Um, I'm trying to think of a good, good example. So um, the band Fish does a cover of Ween's Roses Are Free. Um, do a lot it doesn't of exist on any, you know, they've never studio recorded it. Um, and I, I guess what I'm asking is like, would you rather see a band just pull that out for a live performance or do you want them to lay it down in a more official format? Because I think there's something mm. to that, like going to a show and hoping they maybe play a, a unique cover song or, or whatever the case may be. I mean, I think it depends on the type of song like they, and I don't know fish very well, but my that's understanding right. is they're like a jam band. So I think like, because that's what they do, like you want the live version, like you don't need a recording. Like, You're right. You yeah. want to experience, you don't, you don't listen to fish. You experience. I could say, hey, look at that. <laughs> there you go. There you got it. You're right. You, you yeah. Just, without knowing fish, you completely just like. <laughs> Scott's a huge fish fan. He's like drooling, like, yes, that's fish. You experience them. Well, and like going back to my Yonder Mountain uh, string band uh, example, they they've never recorded that version. It's just on a live album. Oh. Man, um, that, man, you got my mind turning on this. I've never thought about that. That's crazy. Because it's like, yeah, fish. Yeah, like, 
um, for instance, they cover like Axis Boldest Love. Tons and, of live yeah, uh, covers. Yeah, and I would they never. Tub thumping. Yeah. What? <laughs> I would that never want to like, yeah, I would never, I don't think I wanted, would want to hear a studio version of them doing that or Axis Boldest Love. But like, there are, like, I, I, preferably, I do like to hear a, a studio version of a cover just to kind of see like how much you could polish it or change mm. it or do whatever. I right. feel like mm-hmm. when you're performing it live, you're, you're, kind of trying to stick to the format for the fans you know what i mean it, it, for the most part i feel like there's is it like maybe there's like a novelty to like when a band pulls out a, a cover tune you you're know, like oh that's such a, i got to be there and experience that you that's know, super cool it's unique you know who i just thought of that we saw and you were talking about then was krongbin when we saw them live and they he just started doing like this uh hip-hop medley like right. playing guitar and i was like bugging like it only Yo, exists in that live you format. It? yeah like it, it could yeah. only be in that format i feel like if i heard them cover that on wax or like record it i'd be like mm, this isn't as cool but when i was there live and just out of nowhere i was hearing snoop dogg and then i was hearing them cover uh a tribe called quest i was just like losing my mind in that moment <laughs> For them, like as the performer, like I know for me, there's just an energy that being on stage, like a live performance brings that like you can't bring in the studio. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter how much I work on the song. I cannot bring that energy in the no, studio. Right. It's like there's just some songs that like they have to be live to get that energy mm-hmm. and the emotion and like performing it for people. I, I have I struggle like I sing all the time in front of people and I struggle in the studio. Like I just can't, I'm downstairs, like in my studio recording over and over and over and over the same song. <laughs> like, I know I can get it. I know I can know get it. Feeling. I gotta keep working at it. Like it's been so many takes. I'm like, I know I can do this live. What the heck? Like, why can I not get this? It's just, you don't have that, yeah. that connection. Like you gotta like, that, hype yourself. That goes back to like the previous topic. It's like playing live. It just brings something different out of you than like sitting in, in your studio or even band practice. Um, yeah, I think it's just very, it's very hard to turn that on. You know, when yeah. I'm on stage and like I said, after you do that first song, you feel that energy. I'm like, I'm going to belt. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go a little bit. Yeah. I remember when we were recording and Scott was like, bro, you sound like you're trying to like not wake somebody up right now. And I was like, well. I don't know. I guess I kind of am. It's like nighttime and right. like in my like, room. Like, yeah, I'm trying not to scream, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I think there's something to say about that of just like, yeah, that live energy can't be yeah. captured in a in a cover. I mean, live yeah. sometimes right. it can only be captured that and way. And I always feel like this this sense of like purpose, like I'm on stage. I am supposed to be singing. Like I'm here. Right. Someone hired me to be here and sing. Like I can be as loud as I want. I can sing like really loud and whatever but like yeah i lived in apartments for so long like (laughs) okay no i probably should be belting like yeah neighbors gonna hear me and even like i'm in a house now and i'm still like i still struggle like i can tell i'm holding back yeah just because i'm like okay like i'm not on stage like it's weird that i'm singing like this it just it's just so different yeah i agree what would you say was a bad cover that a band did or a group did you're like "Mm, you probably shouldn't have done that Oh, I don't want to call anybody out. That's why. That's why. We're, it's, maybe not a local band. <laughs> yeah, don't name a local band. <laughs> I. That was a tough question. Because I can come up with some like 
we did that were probably bad ideas. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean Whatever, I'm yeah. curious about that. Well, you can critique yourself, yeah. sure. That's all I do. That's my profession. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. Anyone who does like a Celine cover, I'm just like, no. Don't even touch it. But <laughs> don't. Yeah. Even my, like, and I'm doing it too. And I'm like, I don't, no one's going to like this because it's not the same. Like you just right. can't. There's just some things that cannot be touched. Like it, I think it's just like, don't even try covering Aretha. Just don't. Yeah. Don't I'm do it. Yep. I 100% just agree stay, with that. Stay, stay away. away. Yep. Well, and I'll, and but you know, I Aretha was the cover queen though. She covered so many well, songs. It's crazy. That's her though. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she made stuff into her own she version. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like, I, I don't like doing like Michael Jackson because I like him so much and I'm like, I cannot do what he does. You like, can't I can't replicate I, that. I, I, yeah. yeah. He's definitely untouchable. I can't do this. So I, I kind of don't like doing his songs. Like we do a couple and that's fine, but I just feel like, I think there's I'm some not. artists too that have these, these small little idiot, like sequences. Like Michael, I was listening to, um, what song is it? Um, man in the mirror. Yeah. And like after every <laughs> line, yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you couldn't capture that. No. That's, that's Mike. And yes. so like when you perform it, it doesn't have that. I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make a change. It's going to feel real good. Some more. Like you can't do that and sound genuine. Yeah, you know. Yeah, me too. I love that. But that's what I'm saying. There's certain artists. If somebody did pull out "Man in the Mirror," no matter how poor it was, I'd be there. (laughs) Yeah, everybody. I'd be like, when that key change comes, if you could hit that key change, everybody's with you. (laughs) We used to do. um, What's the one from Free Willy? Will you be there? uh, And then you know, like it keeps changing, but we just like keep going (laughs) until I'm like. <laughs> like, it was just like funny to us and yeah like, we're playing at this bar in bay city with like right. drunk people like they don't give a shit yeah you don't care fun. about this but yeah. we were just having fun that's too funny i will say as a bad cover i just want to get your take on this um the darius rucker wagon wheel <laughs> um the original by old crow medicine show yeah. is far better um but he made probably them a lot of money on his cover because I think it made it kind of go. It made way, it very popular. Made again. it very popular. I can see my baby tonight. So rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. Hey, mama, rock me. If a cat dog would flowers, and I'm hoping for Riley, I can see my baby tonight. Probably more people know his version than I think so. Yeah, yeah I kind of for like sure. forgot about that actually. I didn't really know the song that well, and then like every band I've been in, like we gotta do wagon wheel. Like, Ro- oh, okay. It's just it's, yeah, it's out there. And the, yeah, I think that like made it popular again because it yeah. always kills. It does. It's, it's like if you yeah. need to bring people out on the dance floor, wagon yeah, wheel. That's the one. And mm-hmm. it's and maybe that's just my own like hangups, like being like big into them when they're sort of growing. Uh, old Crow Medicine show as a band and then like seeing their music getting like thrown Put to up, the mask yeah. like ah <laughs> <laughs> these were my people right right <laughs> um, but I, it's not a bad cover but I'm just like it, it overly commercializes this like kind of 
folk revivalist song you know that is such an interesting thing with music too i think of like you could do a cover song and your song kind of if you could kill it becomes the main version i mean perfect example of that we were talking about aretha franklin is respect like that's yeah. how oldest ridding song you right. know but like i don't shit nobody probably knows that's how oldest ridding song you know because she took it and like made it her own what you want so crazy with cover songs how that can or like happen. jeff buckley mm -hmm. doing hallelujah hallelujah you know? yep that's the version yep. that people know yeah, yeah yeah um i wanted to like give a, a nod to one of my favorite kind of concepts of a cover album um the band umphreys mcgee did an uh an album called zonky which is like Not zebra familiar. and donkey um it's a whole album of two songs being mashed up together um which is pretty cool i think for me a concept of like um, you'll be hearing like the um, the melody of one song with the lyrics of another, or the beat of one song, and like the uh, it's it's really cool. I encourage anybody to check it out. Put a yeah. track in. As a way to like think of creatively of how like songs have similar DNA in the grand scheme of things, mm -hmm. um, whether it's tempo or or, yeah. I or mean, structure, that's or our guy Brandino's whole thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> he does that yeah. a lot. I was gonna say Sean Francis. Oh, Sean Francis. Oh, Sean Francis is the king of the king of the mashups. Yes, it's like taking a cover song. Hey, and shout out to Sean from yeah, the Don, man. Get, that's yeah. my guy. You know, and he I sent feel me a like, little birthday message. And I'm yeah, like, Sean's dude, always you don't have to do Sean's that. Sean's the best. He yeah. Does, yeah. I feel like that's why I know you actually. Is, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean knew Mark and he introduced me to Mark. And actually, we were in a comedy group together. And I got to say, Mark did a Bernie Sanders <laughs> impression. That was just. Well, the that's a whole other realm of like cover uh, when it comes to like the yeah. comedy side of things. So, look, check we this have out. Like this, a is side a, this is a good cover. So, so Lauren's <laughs> husband did, uh, he played Bernie Sanders, but he did Talking Heads. Uh, so he did a Talking Heads song, but he was Bernie Sanders doing the, the top one percent of every one percent, and he killed it. He crushed it. It was, he was perfect. Like David Burns. He, he was, it, it was David, David Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders. There you go. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We did all we these mashups. I was Ben Carson. I was Ben Folds Carson. Uh, so I did that. Uh, I wish I had like. Somebody. But yeah, comedy. That's I, an interesting yeah. thing. So interestingly, yeah. about Mark, he actually won like an international songwriting contest what? in the comedy Canada in like 2012 like yeah you gotta yeah pull up some tom hanks by full catastrophe that's us that was like our original music full act. catastrophe that's the yeah that's okay, like nice. our like duo that we used to do cool Yeah, we've got like this whole music video. Like we did it in like the Grand Valley studio. Like it's it's. I feel like I'm like tooting my own horn here, but like it's that's really good. Here. And yeah, that's what this is all about. I'm like still really proud of it. That's cool. Yeah. It's so funny. 
um, I wanted to ask either of you, like, did you learn about any songs through the cover and then went back and like, oh, that's a oh, cover? Gosh. I feel like every 90s child, yes. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, yeah. you grew up learning these songs and then, I mean, like, well, like a lot of the, like, Puff Daddy stuff, like, they were all oh, samples. samples right. The samples, samples yeah, are, like, crazy. like, Janet Jackson stuff, but, yeah. like, I feel like... That's how I got into Joni Mitchell. Was through yeah. Janet Jackson, the on yeah. and on it seems to go. Yeah, yeah. with Q-Tip, which was the song that I loved. That was, yeah, that my was dad, fantasy it, Mariah Carey. Was yes. it that's Tom Tom Club? Yep. Oh yeah, the Tom Tom Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I yeah. feel like I grew up and like would hear the original later, and I'm like, what? Yeah. What? It's, not, it's like <laughs> there's like a big a double take. Like, like, like reggae just, revival in yeah. the nineties. And I kinda just realized that in the last few years, like they would there's just a lot of reggae covers of mm-hmm. yeah. old songs in the nineties. Do you have any examples of like a, a song that you heard but that you didn't realize was a cover? Um, I know there's like some Gloria Stefan. She did like um Carol King covers. Mm. Like I grew oh, up with Gloria yeah. Stefan. <laughs> those those my mom listened to and cool. I grew up with that and like I remember hearing Carol King, I'm like this is weird. What is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like I have these weird experiences where I find a um, a cover song, but then I found out that cover song is a cover song of something oh, else. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I feel like an idiot. There's this song by Swamp Dog called Answer Me My Love. And I thought it was a Joni Mitchell song. But then I heard the Nat King Cole version, which was the original version. I'm just like, God damn, this is crazy, man. There's like <laughs> this whole go? DNA. Yeah. And like each version is totally yeah. different than the, the other but version. they made it their own. Yeah. 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 And it's just like crazy, man. Like mm-hmm. songs just mm-hmm. take on a, a world of their own sometimes. Won't you tell me where I've gone astray? Please answer me, my love. If you're happy without me. started out as i feel like, like commercial yeah. music like yeah, everyone true. was covering the same songs That's a great, over yeah, and right. over and over and kind of became there was like standards. Their own. Like people, yeah there was like the yeah standards, and then yeah. people started writing their own songs yeah interesting i like that idea for me it was um i was a big metallica kid and they came out with an album called garage inc and it was all covers and like i didn't realize that when i was listening to it i was sort of a dumb yeah. kid but you had like Blue Oyster Cult on it. You had Leonard Skinner on it. You had the Misfits. You had Dan. It was like just a whole who's who of like Black Sabbath. Yeah. Of just like great. But like metal. you weren't born when that stuff I didn't came out, so you don't realize songs. it. Yeah. Like in the it opened a whole world of music to me, which was yeah, super that's cool. really cool. Like that's yeah. like a really good feature of a cover. I think because yeah. like you're they're 
bringing music that you wouldn't have heard otherwise to you yeah i think that's the most important thing of a cover it's like i feel like nobody's covering a song because they just feel like no i want to cover it you're usually covering it because you have some type of connection to it because you like it because you think other people like it whatever the case may be so it's like when you cover that song like if somebody doesn't know that you're you're bringing them into this whole new world and i just i think that's amazing that's crazy yeah you can like spread like johnny appleseed spread it the seeds of music you know for every everybody to like pick up on and like if i can turn somebody on to something that they didn't know that like is like such a good feeling and i yeah. feel like being a musician or being a creative person is, is a big part of that yeah. yeah um so i want to like ask you all like let's just can we do like just a round robin like favorite cover song Ooh, let's favorite do it cover songs not to play and no I, and just, I can, like, just your favorite to listen to oh, yeah, yeah. It's I, like, I got this all right so I'm sorry. I talk about Celine Dion so much. <laughs> That's no, all I right. Dig it. I dig it. <laughs> sorry, but so she did a cover of Water in a Flame. Answer in the phone. I'd settle for a busy tone. At least by that I know that you're okay. A guy like you ain't meant to go um, away. It's Adele and another guy, and I can't think of his name right now. I think it's Daniel something. Okay. Um, to look that up, but it, I'm just, it's one of my absolute favorite songs to sing. And when I did my own show as Evelyn, I was like doing that song. Don't care what else we're doing like that. I have to, I love it. Um, I don't know. She just brings this like aching, longing feeling to it. The interpretation of it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Cool. Cool. KJ. Uh, for me, man, um, I love Michelle Nendegacello. She actually has a, a album from like 2017 that's all covers, but she covers George Clinton's Atomic Dog, which, yeah, you know, one. obviously I love the funk music, man. So like, that's like a classic song for me. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those experiences where the song sounds nothing like the original, like the original is a funk song, you know, and she just makes it very beautiful and like mellows it out. I think there's like kind of like some sitar in there, just kind of like some reverby, echoey. And it's just like crazy. I get transported into a different, like the song created a different feeling. Like, you know, like right. Atomic Dog, the original is about a guy just being a jerk, you know, and just like, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me, you know? But the way she sings it yeah. in her version, it's almost like this sad lingering of like, why must I feel like that? Why must yeah. I chase, like, I'm just a dog, you know? It, it creates a well, whole different experience. Whole, yeah, yeah, it's a whole different kind. Con- I, I and I just cool. love that. That yeah. also happens with the um, Otis Redding, Aretha The respect, Franken. yeah, definitely, you, same the thing. The two sides of the picture of yep. the male and the female. I think that's cool. You can't go It's nothing but the dog in your I have a whole bunch, but I'm all gonna give one. <laughs> yeah, give us one. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna choose Iron Wine, Such Great Heights. Ooh, um, just because postal service, huh? 2003, I went to college and like postal service. That that album came out then. It was like huge, um, and just hearing it sort of reinterpreted to even be more like somber, somber, and, like, and, like but it just like feels make so, you happy too. Yeah, yeah, it's such a yeah. I, I think it's a really fantastic cover. Um, it's even it's stripped down. Um, 
the the whole recording of it is because like the postal service is way more electronic you know digitally made and then you just hear somebody on his acoustic and it just like makes it more um handmade in a way it's yeah. pretty cool they will see us waving from such great heights come down now i love that song and i love that they talked about like freckles in your eyes because i have a freckle in my eye do you which eye I don't remember. I'm not going to be able to He's see it. He's on my favorite. Anyway. No, you can't see it, but I just loved that line so much. Yeah. Like, Isn't that crazy with music? Like, there's one line. Yeah. Usually, like, you can hear one line in a song, and it's like, I want to listen to the whole song over and over again just to hear that yes. one line sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite song I'm having with that right now is a Teddy Pendergrass song called Cold, Cold World. And it's just like, don't let this cold, cold world get you down. But uh just, like, hits me every time yeah. I hear that on the hook, you know? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Is there anything else that we want to talk about covers? I don't know. I think I think we're good to go to our, our last question here for Lauren. I think we should. Yeah, yeah. Lauren, I, I didn't I didn't pose you for this one, so we're coming in hot here. And I'm, I never know these either. I'm always like kind of curious. Yeah, this so. is very weird too. This is, I got a, I got a weird one. So uh, we always ask uh, everybody like if your music was a blank, uh, what would it be? Um, and what so, are we doing? Are we doing? Um, you want to do Funko Jesse, or Jesse? you want to think of your solo project? Let's do both. Let's do both. Okay, Okay. let's do it. I'm down. All right, yeah. So if your music was a type of U.S. city, which city would it be? (laughs) You came in hot with that. Yeah, I I told you. This was the one I was nervous about because I knew it was coming. (laughs) I didn't know what. Yeah, you didn't know what it was. Uncle Jesse was a U.S. city. Is it dumb to say Grand Rapids? (laughs) No, I mean, it's right on the nose, but I mean... If it works, it works. You just gotta you, you gotta, gotta, you gotta to explain to us why. Yeah. yeah, this is a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like an easy answer, but I kind of say Funko Jesse is Grand Rapids, Michigan, because like, look, there is no city like Grand Rapids. It's so special. There's just so much opportunity to play live music, and there's so there's so much. There's so like you can do any kind of music in the city and there's a venue for you and i feel like when we do covers so we kind of span like all over the place we do like i mean i'm singing like can't help falling in love with you and then i'm doing guns and roses and acdc the beatles like we're all over the place but i have to say grand rapids just because it's where we're from and that's the city that made it possible for us to do what we love. I mean, I think that's like, I just want to interject just to say that like, that's something I've, I've definitely come around to understanding the longer I've been here is like the opportunity to do something irregardless of like maybe the reception of it. Right. It's like you just do, there's places that will welcome you with open arms to just try whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I think it's cool. There's, I think if you went to a larger city, you, you wouldn't feel that embrace that no. maybe Grand Rapids provides. Or any, like, I'm sure there's other, like, mid-small cities that have that same vibe, but I, I think that happens there here probably for sure. are, and I'm, I don't know, but... I, but you yeah. feel it here. That's what matters. For sure. It's right. a very special city. I'm, I'm going in another direction, I'm going to be honest with you. No, <laughs> that's cool. My, if, okay, my solo project, Eveline, if it was a U.S. city, it would be Las Vegas, because mm. here's what I want... This what I My vision for my act is, like, I... I am a performer. Like I 
when I was kind of trying to figure out what I'm going to be and how I'm going to set myself apart from like all the incredible talent in the city, like I'm a performer, like I want to put on a production and I think of Las Vegas, like I've been to a lot of shows there and it's like, it's a whole thing. Like that's exactly what I want to do. Like, I mean, I want like good music and vocals, but like I want people to go for the show. Yeah. I want them to come to me for the show, like a Vegas I like the idea of like a band like setting up a shop somewhere like that and just like you're not having oh, to travel it. It doesn't have to be mo- and it's like this is like you said the show and it's like over the top. I always wish I could have seen like ZZ Top doing their Las Vegas stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet that's like, crazy. Yeah, I, th- I think that's cool because you can do so much just for this the fear the, the pure physics of it. Like, yeah, I think that's cool. It's so funny. <laughs> I saw this is a side tangent, but I saw J Cole last night. He came on like Instagram. And uh, he's supposed to be in Detroit and Philly the next two shows, and he had to like push the days back. And he was also in Greensboro, North Carolina, which uh, he was like the show was supposed to be happening. Right. And apparently, like you know, because their production, he's like, it's taking me too long to like get stuff in here. Like I apologize, I yeah. to sit out here and wait. And now we got to push these other shows back because we didn't take into consideration of like how much it was going to take to haul this in yeah. and like, get it back on the tour it's bus, not nimble. Like, get it to the next yeah. spot. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, that that is what you're saying of having somebody just come to you and like right. give give that option to I just mean, put on a show. You know, I yeah. think it's cool because like, yeah, I like the idea of like a it being like a. It's a. It's not just us doing music. It's it's for the eyes. It's for the ears. It's for. I guess that's all. It's the sensory. It's the, <laughs> all the senses. Exactly. You're trying to yeah. You're trying to navigate yeah. all the right. senses. It's yeah. not just yeah. the music though, it, or not just me doing the music. It's for the whole experience. You know, in, in the venue or the location. I mean, I think that's cool. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, shout out to Lauren. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. We yeah. appreciate you. We appreciate you being here. It was a fun conversation. It was. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks. Peace.